0: Welcome to episode 56 of the Collector's Quest Podcast. On this episode, we have At Dammit Steve with us, and he's talking SoCal Retro Gaming Expo. Look, you've heard me talk about it, you know I'm excited. Steve originally came in a year ago and talked to us about it, and so I thought I'd bring him back as I'm excited for it, but a lot has changed, so I figured I wanted to hear more about those changes, so it's good time for a revisit. I'll let him get to it. Same plea as every week before we get into the show. If you like what we're doing, just go ahead and shout us out, share, like us on iTunes, tell people about us. That's all I'm asking for. A little bit of your time, we'll keep doing this thing. Thanks very much for your support. We really do appreciate it. For more info about the convention, go to SoCalRetroGamingExpo.com or follow them on Instagram at SoCalRetroGamingExpo. Ooh, another quick note. The intro music this week is by Super Madness. They do heavy metal covers from Ghosts and Goblins and Mega Man, and they are playing at this year's expo. They were there last year, and people were going nuts, so I thought I'd go ahead and make them the intro music. All right, that's all I got. We're going to get into this pretty quick. It's coming soon. It's like a month away. The expo's going to be here, and there's lots of cool things happening. Let's listen to Steve.
1: Johnny.
0: Hey, Kat. How's it going?
1: It's good. It's good. It's late here, but I'm kind of awake, so it's good.
0: <laughs> you're, uh, yeah. I guess it's four hours different. It's like seven o'clock here, so yeah. You're you're uh, almost burning the midnight oil.
1: No, no. I've got coffee. It's all good.
0: All right. Coffee fixes a lot of things.
1: Exactly. But uh,
0: we we have someone with us tonight, so it's not just you and I.
1: No. So you get to listen to somebody else besides me and Johnny Ritt.
0: Yeah, but it's somebody you guys are familiar with, if you've been listening to the show for a long time, because it's been a long time since he's been here, uh, we have Steve, which is damn it, Steve on Instagram, also at Super Video Game Brothers and at Lost Levels. Hey, Steve, how's it going?
2: Hey, guys, how's it going? Has it
0: been a year already? It, it You know, it's been almost a week to the day, I know, a I was... week, a year, a year to the day.
1: Time flies.
0: Yeah, a lot has changed. So yeah. Uh, and that's, I mean, and that's why we're bringing you back on, because a lot has changed. Um, I know people keep hearing me talk about the Expo and how excited I am for it, but uh, you're one of the main faces uh, behind the Expo, but a lot has changed with you. You went from just your Frank and Son's booth to the stores we heard in, in your last episode, um, but now you have another store, which is also like an arcade, and now the convention is three times bigger, is that right?
2: Yeah, it's going to be held in Ontario Convention Center in California, and it's three times the floor space.
0: So what what is that? How how big is that, for instance?
2: It's huge, and when we first got to space, I'm like, okay, we have to fill three times as much. And it was kind of an issue just mathematically for me, but it filled up really quick to my surprise. And now we're completely full with vendor space, so we're all sold out as far as vendor space, um, we have all the guests lined up. All the panels are full. It's going to be a full show, guys. And it's, it's going to be amazing because it's going to be three times as much as retro goodies than last time. So last time was awesome too. So can you imagine three times we have five bands lined up for the after party? Um, the whole show itself, um, it's going to be a Saturday and Sunday show, but a Saturday will be nine to five for the vendors and then five to 11 for like the after party in the same venue. And that's when the concerts are going to start. And the live arcade will be on, on free play. All the tournaments and all the free play consoles will be available during that time too, during the after party. So that's going to be an excellent piece. So that's how we were able to fit everything in. We extended it an extra, what, six hours after the vendor uh, okay. show.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, yeah, that's quite a bit different. I, I can speak from experience. I've been at the last two shows. Um, and they were, you know, they were comparably sized. Shows already. They were they were, you know they weren't huge, but they were they were densely packed as opposed to some other ones I've been to where you know it may have been more floor space but less vendors. Like all the floor space, the last two, especially the last one, they were you know it was full to the brim. And now you're saying you filled up three times that much?
2: Yes, sir. And that's just a testament to our retro gaming community here in SoCal. Like um, they put it all together. You know we have a great community here of. Of Awesome people. So it's going to be an amazing show. We also have like a lot of people coming from like Portland. I would say a good 17 um, vendors are from Portland, Arizona and different states. So it's gonna be interesting. We're gonna see a lot of new faces uh, joining the SoCal group. So um, it's gonna be awesome.
0: Okay, uh, that that sounds pretty awesome. I know Kat and I have like a ton of questions. Because if you've if you've made it three times the space and, you know, six hours longer, uh, you, you've you had to have done more, right? Because I'm not going to say it was just a show last time because there was like, uh, the last one they had bands and there was a lot of awesome things going on. I've fully documented on this podcast how much fun I have at each one of these, but, uh, obviously you, you had to go bigger. So can you, what, what has changed from?
2: Uh, yeah. No, from, totally.
0: From the last one to say this one.
2: Yeah. Ex- exhibits. We focused on more on seeing stuff exclusively at SoCal. So, uh, um, it's not just a vendor hall anymore, which the first two expos were kind of just vendor driven, which is awesome and great because that's why we all go, but we also go because of our love of it. So now we have exhibits for the biggest collection of Zelda ever put together. And we're working on beating a Guinness Book of World Records there as the biggest Zelda collection display all in one person right there. It's going to be about a 10 by, uh, a 10 by 40, I think space of display cases. And this is going to be amazing. Uh, viewing. also the free play area um, it was kind of lacking last time just because of the space. Um, we had a great tournament size but the free play console area I always wanted original consoles. So now we have about 30 consoles on free play and you're gonna have quality original consoles like the Vetrix and turbo and just random consoles that you may not have seen like the Commodore 64, people that haven't sat down and played this stuff it's gonna be amazing for them to have the chance to do so. All this will be on free play. Um, all nice and CRT monitors. We're gonna have nice, nice little living room setups in there too. I'm um, also having a super gun setup of just motherboards too, so people play those. That's gonna be cool, and it's sponsored by Arcade Works. And then we also have a, a cool company coming out. They're a YouTube channel, and we're gonna announce them soon. Um, but um, they're gonna be doing like a shmup tournament, which is gonna be pretty cool. Um, I don't think I've seen any shmup tournaments in any uh, expos yet. And uh, they're bringing out a lot of cool stuff, and they're going to be using all motherboards and super guns as well. And then we're going to have a Halo Land tournament, um, Halo 2, uh, 4 versus 4. Um, and then we're also going to have Smash Bros. Championship there. Along with that, we're adding a lot of arcades. Like, last time I think we had about 30. Um, this time we're going to have about 80. So the biggest thing this time around is we have pinball guys. Oh,
0: finally. <laughs> so we're have, we're finally have,
2: finally <laughs> we're someone's 15, like... We're gonna have take 15 pinball confirmed guys. pinball machines, uh, and another 65 um, arcades, uprights, and sit downs. So um, that that kind of all came along just with my planning with um with the new shop, like you mentioned in the beginning, with Lost Levels.
0: Um, yeah, well, take a minute and tell us tell us what Lost Levels is and and how it's developed. I mean, I, I've said it on the podcast a few times, but it's a it's an awesome shop that I, I get down to whenever I can. So tell tell. People who may not know where it is, what it is, and what, what goes on there.
2: Well, Lost Levels is a shopcade, if you will, located in downtown Fullerton, California. Um, it has about 40 uh, arcades and pinball and uh, big inventory of retro gaming, um, and modern as well. So, um, it's a concept that kind of put together like what would make an arcade successful nowadays. Um, arcades don't last just because of the costs. It costs about $1,500 a month in maintenance to just to run arcades. Uh, that's just maintenance. And the cost of the revenue getting pulled in, and the rent, and all that stuff, you know, just just quite doesn't cover all the costs. So we decided, what if we just build a, a retro gaming shop slash modern slash modern gaming shop around it? That would absorb a lot of the costs and make it more successful. Pretty much like a bigger diamond bar store with arcades in it.
0: Okay, yeah, so. and uh, well, and I mean, I don't want to, I don't want it to even be sold that short because it's also in a cool downtown area. Which, uh if you haven't been to, it's a It's a great place where you can go check out the shop. This is what I normally do. I go check out the shop, uh, buy a few things, maybe play an arcade. Then there's lots of cool places just to shop around. So, like, if I bring my wife, we go shop around in the little downtown area. There's a lot of cool eateries. We go eat. There's a good burger place right next door. We go eat, and then we come back, we play some more games, and then we we drive out. So, you know, you're in a really good location, too.
2: Oh, yeah. We're four four miles down the same street as Disneyland. So um, that's... We get a lot of uh, tourists and a lot of travelers come on over, and the community's huge. Like Fullerton is an awesome city. Like they've they've really welcomed us with open arms, and uh, um, it's been a great community. Everybody that's came in, a lot of the casual people that just been wanting an old fashioned arcade, or even wanting their kids to experience it, are like thanking us, and it's been very humbling to have this whole situated um, arcade and you know located in Fullerton. So it's been pretty cool.
0: All right. Yeah, that uh, I can I can attest to it. It is pretty cool. And uh it's funny you mentioned Disneyland, because last time I was in Disneyland, I made the trip over uh, after Disneyland. I, I stopped at the shop. That was what I did last week, as a matter of fact. And <laughs> um, so I, I know Kat's got more questions too concerning the new convention. So Kat, what do you got?
1: Well, I've got to say already, I've seen a lot of people excited about it on, my, on my Instagram feed and stuff like that. So that's always really exciting. And hearing about all the new developments is exciting. What uh, my question is is, it's always hard when you're planning something because you like everything new that's happening. But is there something new that's happening that you're the most excited about, or it's you know your favorite new addition to this convention?
2: Um, honestly, air conditioning.
1: Okay, well that's good. It can be something as simple as that.
2: I know that sounds funny, but. To like to, to have the uh, venue air conditioned and plenty of parking because the Frankenstein, which both venues, uh I mean, the first venue in Frankenstein, the parking was pretty tight and bad. But people never complained about that once. And that was amazing. Um People like just made it. We, they found a way to get there. But now they're going to conveniently park anywhere they want and have nice air conditioning. <laughs>
1: well, so, that's like, a good addition. Just,
2: <laughs> those, those are the two flaws I saw always having the location at Frank's. And, um, I'm glad we, out- we outgrew it this quickly. That way we could kind of have a better venue for our guests to attend. Um, a lot of st- other stuff that I'm excited for is, uh, honestly, there's a lot of announcements that, um, we're not 100% sure we can announce yet because it's not a hundred percent. But if, if that happens, it's going to be, it's going to change the, um, the expo. So, um, I'm excited by that and I'm excited by the growth. Like it's been one year since we had the first one and we're already in a new venue, three times larger that, Next, next year, we've already made a deposit to rent out hall A and B. So right now we just have hall B. So, um, that all to me is new territory. And, um, I'm super excited to see the possibilities of what this expo can do because we're getting contacted by a lot of different parties right now. So, um, next, next time we have this one is going to be great, which now this expo is only going to be once, one time a year. Uh, we're going to have it around the end of January, beginning of February. SoCal Retro Gaming Expo. Um, we're having another expo, but it's going to be located in San Diego during the summer. So theoretically, we're only going to have one a year here.
0: Okay. That's interesting.
2: Yeah. The, the other one's kind of um, moving to something else. Um, it's going to be cool and unique. You know, everybody's going to still love it. But I felt like doing it twice a year is a lot of work on us. Um, there's a tremendous amount of work that goes into this. I put in like five hours a day um, working on SoCal.
0: And so, um, you, you have another job, right? Yeah. It's not
2: yeah, like, yeah, it's on
0: top of everything you, on top of your 10 hour day already as a small business owner.
2: Correct. But it's a passion project, so it doesn't feel that way. So, um, but at the same time I have a family, <laughs> right. so, so, uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta make my, uh, responsible choices here. And, um, I think we'll do this one time a year that way we could equal the quality each and every year.
0: Okay. Um, well you said there's a lot of stuff you can't tell us about, um, because it's not one hundred percent locked like that, uh, you, but the shmup tournament that that's locked, right?
2: Oh yeah, that's all locked in.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, and mind you, this isn't going to air until next Monday. So if you're going to announce this weekend, you could you could say it.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, just throwing it out there. But uh, tell us, tell us some of the like, look. If anyone's following the page, if anyone is on Instagram, they, they should know some of the things. But go go ahead and give us uh, the highlight reel of some of the things we are going to see there.
2: Yeah, totally. Um, I mean we're gonna have an amazing lineup of bands and all these bands that are coming are video game cover bands. Um, I had the chance to go um watch these bands live. I went up north to um Mag uh quests You heard of Magfests, but they're trying to come over to Northern California and these have these little events, so they're trying to network out here, but I met a lot of bands in the in the meantime, um with uh me and Nico uh partnered up to go up there. Nico is the drummer from Super Madness, which they played in last time. So Viking Cantar Productions is a one man show. Like he, I can't wait. Like I can't wait for all you guys to hear these guys. I'm excited about that too, as well. Cause these guys were like mind blowing. They're so talented and uh, to, to be able to give them a venue and, and show, uh, show new people, um, their art, their music is, is pretty amazing. Um, the Koopas are cool, too, and then we also have Vic Piper, which they're out of um, um, San Diego. So um, that lineup alone is going to be excellent. Um, it's going to start from 5 to uh, 9 o'clock on the after party on Saturday. Um, also, we're going to have arcade tournaments. Um, not sure if we're going to have a pinball tournament yet. I'm waiting for my pinball guys to get back to me on that. Um, but... See, that's another thing. Like Everything wraps up within 30 days, so um, there's a lot of awesome stuff that's going to be happening, and that's on purpose, just to generate that buzz and continue with announcements. Um, but we're going to have a couple uh, arcade tournaments. We're going to have a Donkey Kong one, um, Galaga tournament, and that's all going to be um, um, located in the arcade area, of course. Um, but this time around, we were smart enough to get uh, a lot of volunteers to help us out, uh, because last time it was a little overwhelming. For all of us to run. So now I'll be able to plan and be more creative and spend more time in the areas that need to be. So there's going to be a lot of, like, just you'll see, you'll feel it when you get there, a lot of professionalism, a lot of things organized. Um, it's going to be a different experience than um, the other ones, which I love the first ones because they were very, very small in the beginning, but this one's going to be more of a show. The reason why you're paying $18 is because you know it's more of a show than the other ones. And the cost of everything, like, we're, we just break even on these things. We're a, we're a nonprofit organization. So, um, we, we want this for the community so badly, um, that we're willing to work hard to make this happen. Um, so well, I think I mean, that's. I
0: $18, like, like I want to just put $18 into perspective for people. It's not that much. One, uh, if you bought, like, two games from eBay, that's basically your shipping. You're probably gonna, like, think of, think of it that way. It, it's not, isn't really that much, especially for all the cool stuff you're going to get.
2: Yeah. And I campaign for, for us cause I'm a collector and uh, there's not many owners that, that is also a collector. Um, I can't think of any, to be honest, but, um, um, I think that having me pretty much on your team, I, I'm always fighting for these ticket prices to go lower. Um, I'm the person on the board saying, nope, that's too high. I want it lower. Um, just because, you know, I, I, I want that money to be spent with the vendors and I want people to save that money. And, um, I hear, I, I read every single everybody's comments, uh, positive and negative. And I had a guy made a comment and he says, why should I pay a ticket to come into my video games?" And I was like, well, you're right. So now half of our expos exhibits, tournaments, arcades, and it's all free to play with ticket purchase. And then I took upon myself to give a discount for my stores. Um, so at the venue, um, all of our inventory is going to be 20% off. Consoles, everything. Um, so you're paying a ticket, but you're also going to be saving a lot of money. And I've talked to a lot of vendors and I told them the same thing and they're all doing the same thing. Uh, I don't know, they're not doing 20% off, but they're doing some kind of discount, so they're doing something. So the pricing will be cheaper um, this time around. Because I I kind of feel that like this is more of a community thing and the reason why I opened up Super Video Game Bros was the concept of Helping people complete their collections. And that was the concept of that. And, um, if I could do that and I have the ability to do that, um, and save people money, you know, why not? So that's, that's always remember on your, I'm on your teams here, guys. And, um, the early bird special ends on January 15th. So tickets aren't going to be 18 forever. Um, so, um, I'm not sure of the increase. I want to say it's going to be 20 and then maybe 22 at the door. Not too sure, but I mean, maybe 25 at the door. I don't know what that is yet. Um, it's not determined yet, but the early Brit special ends on the 15th. So I'd recommend going online, using our website to buy the tickets. Um, 18 bucks is for, uh, one day, um, $30 for the weekend and, um, get that locked in, you know, uh, just use that savings and get your spot in.
0: Awesome. All
1: right. All right. I have another question. Um, so who are some of the special guests that people attending the expo can look forward to seeing?
2: Oh, awesome. Yeah, totally. So um, we're going to have Billy and Jay, the Game Chasers. Um, Gerard, the Completionist. Um, Gerard's awesome. Like He's just a normal, awesome, down-to-earth dude. Um, Norm, the gaming historian, he's an excellent guy. He's a community guy. Um, he, he makes reviews on things to help the community and make a good decision on what to buy and what to stick with. Pro Jared's going to be there. Phil Moore from Nick Arcade. <laughs> and we're going to also have the Nick Arcade replica um, arcade. <laughs> so he'll be there. Uh, signing autographs, too, by the way, um, for free. Um, and then uh, John Luster will be there at GameSpere81. Um, Andre Meadows, the black nerd. Um, he's an amazing guy, and he, he's very funny. Uh comedy Ro- nerd, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> like um, um, Keith Robinson from a television He's gonna be there, and then of course you got Pat and Frank, and this time Ian. And um, right now, um, I know Ian's going through a little bit of uh, health issues, but Pat's telling us there sh- should be no reason why he can't attend. So, um, so hopefully that that pans out. And then um, we are trying to get some props from somebody. So this will all be ha- this will all be announced within. So it was cool. During the um, summer edition of SoCal in August, um, I was able to play board games with all the guests. It was pretty funny. We played Avalon and Monopoly and a lot of different games. So it was a cool bonding moment with with all the YouTubers. And we've really gained good rapport. And the message that came across to us was was, thank you. We've never been in a venue where we've been taken care of so much, given water, given food, given breaks, given vendor spaces and all of them said they never sold as much as any at any venue they've ever been to, and we were, like, blown by it. Um, they've also complimented our uh, panels. They said it's the most professionally ran panel they've ever been to, thanks to Chris. He's one of the board members, and he's very intelligent and helps with all that stuff. It was very exciting just, just to see the the, the change and the growth of the expo from the first one. So um, I'm really excited, and I, I can't wait till this one, this one happens. I can wait because I can use the time to prepare, but I can't wait to actually be there and have fun.
0: Yeah, you're excited. That's good. It's good to be excited about the things you're working on.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Not burned out. I just can't wait to see everything set up. So, more stuff other than guests is we're going to be working on more of a community-based collectors uh section, which I've already reached out to Johnny and he's going to provide a lot of awesome items for it. And
0: Oh, am I? Yeah, you are. Oh, am I? <laughs> am I doing that? Oh. No, I'm get Yeah, I'm going to I might provide a few things that maybe some people want right. to see.
2: <laughs> so um, yeah. it's going to be cool. And uh, the purpose of this is to educate the crowd and connect with people that want to get into this industry. As much as there's people leaving, there's people coming back in, new people collecting. We all need to be there for them to teach them and tell them what to look out for, what to collect. We're going to have a little educational booth of showing like the rare items, the unseen items, and also a little section of what to look out for for piracy because that's becoming a huge problem with us. So we're going to have all that laid out in the display and it's going to be ran by collectors, patient collectors that are there willing to answer questions. It's going to be a pretty cool, like 10 by 20 space of uh, just an educational booth and a lot of cool, rare items that will not be for sale, but will be for show. And we could discuss what they're, what they're all about. We will also have the actual NWCs there, gold and gray complimentary of Pat Contry. Uh, Pat the NES Punk. Um, he's a YouTuber. He has a massive collection. And he's owned these cartridges for quite some time. But they will be on display at the Expo as well under lock and key. And even our security guards will be armed and, and decorated in, in rad um, in 1990s, 80s gear. <laughs> I totally I want them to wear yes. the Windjammers well, glasses too. I don't know why. But <laughs> I think it will be cool just to go kind of overboard. Maybe but, some but blue blockers? <laughs> so, okay. And then we'll also have that NWC championship there. We'll have a competition there as well. So people are to compete. The prizes are not yet to be determined, but it's going to be an awesome competition.
0: Well, I just heard a lot about NWCs, but you didn't even mention <laughs> that you're going to have the Sega Genesis World Championship 2 cart there.
2: Right, because I don't want to steal your thunder, because that's what you're No, No, <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that's fine. I, I, want it, I want people to start saying it in the same breath as the NWC cards.
2: Right? <laughs> I know yeah, you do. Pl- please.
0: <laughs> please. Please.
2: I'm sure all, all the Sega Genesis uh, people do see it as that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, there's also a lot less of them. I'll I'll, I'll go to the edu- educational mode. Um, Nintendo World Championship cards, even the gold ones, more of those than the Blockbuster World Championship cards.
2: Oh, yeah. You've told me. And that's that's amazing. But that's just, again, how why Nintendo always wins. Yeah. Because uh, there's so much Nintendo out there. A lot of it shouldn't be what it's going for. But it's just old-fashioned supply demand driving up the prices.
0: Now, oh, look, I, don't get me wrong. I love Nintendo, um, but you know people people should recognize.
2: Yeah, and,
0: Sega Genesis World Championship I, two.
2: And I first it's when I first two. met you, you were a hardcore Sega. You collected for Sega Genesis, Sega Saturn, and you were you were on top of it before uh, they all shot up in value.
0: Yep, I got there early because Nintendo was expensive. Yeah, still expensive. Nothing changed. <laughs> Except now, Genesis games are more expensive, right? Yeah. So that uh, it sounds like you got quite a bit happening, um, lots of stuff to see. So, um, about this educational booth, because I'm interested in this. Do you have like a person specifically who's running that? Anyone who, or like a, a group of people, or?
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a group a group of local collectors. So some of them you probably already met or have known. Um, I'm gonna reach out to most of you guys with a. a Maybe a Google docs are just trying to get this formulated because everybody's just sending me a list of what they're going to bring. But I, I kind of want to, um, for everybody to meet each other somehow okay. before the show. Obviously the day before Friday, the third will be set up time. So we'll probably all meet each other around that time, maybe. But yeah, a lot of people are, uh, are more than happy and willing to run it. So we'll okay, probably cool. have like anywhere from five to six people running it. Everything's going to be under lock and key and not open to the public hands. What I also wanted to do is put like little museum cards next to each item with a little brief description and also um a little shout out shout out to the owner. That way people could see like these are all from actual collectors in the area.
0: Nice. I, I mean this and the Zelda thing are actually the what as like a it's a real video game nerd, this these are the things I'm most excited to see because I'm you know, you know I'm a junior historian here. I love to do research and 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 learn all the things i can and find variants and you know i i dig deep when i collect it's more than just the owning of the things i like to know the history of things too before i take them exactly um so i'm i'm really excited for this portion because i know some other places they you know they've had like pseudo museums and you know a lot of times that's just like and here's a commodore and that's what that is and it's like that stuff is great too but where's the weird stuff show me the obscure the rare i, I want to see the good stuff
2: exactly and this was an idea by another attendee from last time. His name is Oscar. Um, he's Syphic on Instagram, and I don't know his other names than anywhere else, but um, he's a great guy. He's been a customer since like day one, 2008. He's got an
0: amazing turbo collection.
2: He has an amazing turbo collection. He is going to be bringing his magical chase sealed. It was his idea to say like, hey, why don't we do this for the community? And I thought it was excellent, so we all, we all ran with it. So it's, it's just another um, way of, showing that this is for the community we do this for everybody you know this is whatever you guys say we'll do kind of a thing so you want more pinball you want more arcades that's gonna happen so you know it's a show for the community and um now we're getting attention of a lot of newcomers but we have to be respectful and we want to teach these guys about you know what to look out for and uh guide them along the right way
0: right on yeah that sounds excellent Kat, what other questions might you have?
1: Well, actually, Johnny, I have one for you because I'm not going to be there and I'm going to be living vicariously through the pictures that you text me and things like that. What are you most looking forward to with all the new exciting things coming for this year?
0: Well, uh, yeah, like I said, the museum. Okay. um, That's like my number one. Number two, closely followed behind that, is the Zelda exhibit. Okay. Because I kind of got to see some of the uh, pre-work on that, like a a quick glimpse. And I'm a Zelda guy, so... You know, like most collectors are, we love Zelda. But that one I I looked at that Zelda collection and then felt bad about my Zelda collection. Okay. So so anything that kind of shames me into respect, uh you know, in the video game world is uh, is awesome. Like that's I was just like, I got a pretty good Zelda Holy shit, I'm wrong. The collection sucks. This dog shit. Just leave. You know, it's it's an awesome collection. The, the person who it is uh, is an awesome guy too, so that helps as well. Awesome. So uh, yeah, that that's what I'm I'm most excited for. I don't really do tournaments too much. Uh, you know, my nasty competitive side, I try to I try to keep buried away.
1: What about so pinball I, I though? You've got to be excited about the pinball machine.
0: I'm excited that there is going to be pinball machines. I, I am excited about that, and I I think I know who uh, Steve is working with on the pinball events, and he's done other events and. um I, I'm excited if, if he, you know, he has access to a lot of good machines. So it should be pretty awesome, especially on free play. Like pinballs always cost like a dollar to play. So just like a, a bunch of free pinball machines, that's, that's worth the price of admission alone. It's going to be crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what um, that's why we put all this together. But Arcade Expo um, 3.0, which happens in March right after ours, they'll be there advertising their expo. And it's an amazing expo um, as well. So um, they're going to be providing the 10 pinballs. Uh, Heart,
0: is that the one in Banning?
2: That's the one in Banning, and then uh, uh, my friend Kenny from Hardy's Arcade will provide the other five. So um, these are all like like ever since we opened up Lost Levels, uh, we, we like entered in the Brotherhood of uh, Arcade Clubs. So it was kind of cool. Uh, arcade, the arcade community is a strong, excellent, humble community, and it's very nice meeting everybody. But also the Zelda Museum, I mean that was collaborated by local collectors too. So that's going to be great to see that, and also came to my mind, I don't know why I left it out. There's so much going on here. I don't know if I could cover everything, but I'll try. But also there's gonna be an auction. The first ever auction at SoCal Retro Gaming Expo. It's gonna be held in um one of the halls outside the venue, uh I think in the panel hall. And it's gonna be from five to six. And we're, they're gonna auction off rare items with no reserves. And it's gonna be amazing. I don't um, we're trying to put up a list online. The people that are gonna be providing the items. Um there also could be vendors and they're going to have cards on the items on display in their boots saying this will be an item that will be auctioning off. Pretty sure you'll be interested. There's a lot of interesting items entering the auctions that that we haven't seen in a while. I mean, this is not like Mario Karts or complete unbox, you know, stuff. This is like rare prototypes and and develop kits and a lot of cool stuff that's going to be in here. I'm pretty sure you'll like seeing that too, Johnny.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm going to be excited for that. I'm hoping I don't. <laughs> spend all of my money on one item now cuz that ex- auctions can be expensive. I'm going to I'm going to put you forgive the turn of phrase Johnny on the spot for a second. Tell me how you're uh, going to protect the integrity of the auction cuz I know a lot of guys I went to Portland there was like some grumblings that it wasn't exactly some of it wasn't legit and stuff and how things closed w- what are we doing about that?
2: Well first of all, I mean, you got me and Pat have approve the item. Pat's a tough guy. I don't know if people know, but Pat, he's also a board member from Pat Indian's Punk, Pat Country. He's one of the board members of SoCal. he uh, He's definitely going to have a say, uh, as long as with me, um, if this is an item that we want in our auction. Because that's exactly what we want to stay away from. That's why we have no reserves. And there's no show bidding. You know, if you put up an item, if you want $300 for the item, then you start the bid at $300. And if no one bids on it, well, that's because you wanted too much. And um, its it's it's, it's going to be organized in a way where none of that's going to happen. A lot of stuff that Portland does is amazing. What we'll do with the auction is going to be just be more professional. We'll have an actual auctioneer. Um, we're going to have pictures of the item on a large projector. Um, you everybody will have a chance to see the item, you know, um, before the auction at the vendor's booth. Um, just keep an eye out for that auction card. There'll be a big yellow and orange card. that will say auction item here. Um, um, attached to that item. So, um, Look out for that. That way you can get with the vendor. Ask questions if you need to during that time. This is our first auction, so it's not going to go perfectly, but we're going to try our best to but make it
0: happen. You're committed to making a, a better auction experience than, than I've seen recently. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, because, then, uh... well, uh, look, auctions can be a lot of fun, and uh, you were part <laughs> of a fun auction last time, and yeah. uh, that was very exciting. And And yes. they are. They should be exciting. But you want that, you don't want to then leave them leaving here like grumblings like, oh, this was fake and this wasn't really for sale because that's bullshit. No one wants that.
2: No, no, not at all. And then, um, everything will be verified.
0: Nice. Yeah. And
2: if it, if it's, if it's, we're just, we don't, we don't want to have an auction just the sake of having an auction. This wasn't a choice that we made lightly. Um, we wanted to see the items we had first lined up. I think we're focusing on a smaller auction. I think we want to focus on a 10 to 12 item auction. Go quality, not quantity here.
0: Yeah. Quality, not yeah. quantity.
2: Exactly. So um, this will be a nice, quick auction with awesome items, and hopefully, you know, people will find that in one item they're looking for here.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm going to say all of this sounds really excellent. I'm excited. Great fun at each one of these. I meet friends. If you come to this, and you will have a good time. I'm personally inviting anyone who listens to the podcast to come to my booth and hang out. You can come and hang out. You don't even need to buy anything. No, I'm not even going to have that much for sale. I'm doing it because I like to be there in the community chatting with people and I know there's a lot of like-minded vendors there it's real excitement I talk about this expo because I actually like it it's also in my backyard and I think we have a really great community you've you've said it but we do we have a great community down here uh, everyone thinks that you know oh LA is too sparse and like imagine Steve like when we first started collecting remember how hard it was to gather people you couldn't oh, like yeah. really you weren't sure what the community was like because everyone was so spread out and you had to go on particular forms and then all of a sudden you you start to dig into SoCal and you find there are hundreds and hundreds of collectors here and you know they're all really decent people and lots of like minded people who love games and and love the act of collecting. Uh it's a really supportive community, lots of lots of good stuff, and there are you know, if there are anybody in the community here they're gonna be at this uh they're gonna be at this expo. So yeah, that, totally that's great. So we're pumped. Give us the dates again and the prices, just so everyone knows.
2: So it's going to be in February, uh, 29 days away, February 4th and 5th, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday is going to be 9 to 5 for the vendor show. Vendor show will close at 5. Then the after party starts at 5 to 11. And then Sunday from 9 to 4.
0: Okay, and what are those ticket prices?
2: Ticket prices right now for single-day admission is $18. For two-day admission is 30 your single-day admission on Saturday also, um, that includes the after-party. So if you just want to come on a Saturday, you'll be able to come all day and at night. I haven't had that, a lot of questions asked about that. But I recommend the two-day admission. That way you can see everything and do all because you're not going to be able to do everything in one day, guaranteed. Right. Um, but do you get your tickets soon? Because after the 15th, then the price is raised.
0: I'm just going to lay this out for people one more time. Anybody who might balk at any of the price, one – this is not expensive for an expo. I've been to many expos that are much more than this. Two, the free play arcade alone is worth that price of admission. If you are going to play any arcades, if you go to a place like an arcade museum and you buy like a day pass, it's like $20 and it's just some arcades, you know, or you go to a pinball one, it's just some pinball machines. There's going to be a bunch of them here all on free play plus the discounts at various vendors. Plus just being in a convention full of like-minded people. And then that's not even, well, that's not even touching the guest and all the tournaments, which normally if you go to a tournament, like a video game tournament, that costs money too. This is all wrapped up in a very tidy, fairly cheap price. So yeah, don't, don't get that in your mind that like somehow $30 should be some kind of barrier. It's more than worth it. It's, uh, when I heard the price, I was like, ah, you should be charging a little more than this. Did you guys a solid and kept it low?
2: Well, yeah, I, I... Exactly. I, I don't I don't believe in charging more just to make more Um we're, we're believing in charging just to make sure that this lasts and survives and keeps going and thrives because people want to see this happen in SoCal. And obviously it's it's going and growing because of it. It's because of the community. It really is. And then um, we want to make sure because people have families and. We want to make sure that you know people could all come. You know, we don't want to alien anybody, so that's why we kept it low. And yeah, like Johnny's right. You go to other expos; they're a little more expensive, and that's that's fine because they're great. But um, we want to provide something different. And remember, uh, children ten and under are free with every paid adult. Just two children free. So um, if you have a family that wants to come over and want to play um, arcades or pinballs or or just you know see the museums or just get that one cartridge that you want or something you want for your collection, you know, it's it's affordable for a family. Um, and um, pinball is expensive.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> go Pin- and play it. Pinball so. is super expensive. Yeah, uh, anyone who uh, complains about video game prices, go collect pinball machines. You will cry. <laughs> you will cry. Like
2: Buy cars.
0: <laughs> yeah. the The barrier of entry for like uh, a reasonable pinball game is like two thousand dollars. So that's uh, that's your basic, easy, common pinball game. That's your Mario Brothers. But it's not even, it's not even gonna be the quality of Mario Brothers. It's gonna be more like, I don't know, a parallel that's like a common game that I guess people play, but it's not, not their most favorite. That, that's pinball. So, okay. don't collect for it. It's, it's too expensive. <laughs>
2: yeah, come and play
0: it. <laughs> yeah, come, come play. Don't collect. That's, this is me advocating against collecting. So, so uh, yeah, alright. I think that, uh, that about covers it for everyone. Uh, we'll be posting, Kat and I, about, about updates for the show as Steve releases them. But now let's, uh, Kat, let's swing it to the second part of the show. And, uh, why don't you tell me, Kat, what, uh, what you've bought and what you've played this week?
1: This week I haven't bought anything. It's been kind of a, a busy week. Um, I'm still working on. Uh, Paper Mario Color Splash for the Wii U, which I'm really liking. It's actually a really long game. Like, I have quite a bit of time into it, and I, I still have a ways to go. So I'm happy about that. I'm happy it wasn't a game that I bought, and I was through it in four hours and thought, oh, that's a waste of money.
0: Okay, so still jamming away there.
1: Yeah, I'm getting there. It, it will get finished, and I feel like in the next week I'll be through it.
0: I, I still have to buy that one. I thought I would, for sure I was going to get it for Christmas, and I, I didn't. Um, <laughs> so that was weird. Uh and also <laughs> I I need it for my Wii U collection. So it's probably going to be the last game I buy for the Wii U collection.
1: Well you're going to have to buy it sometime then.
0: Yeah, it well I'm going to spoiler I'm going to buy it before February probably uh, cuz that's when I want the Wii U collection done.
1: Okay. Got to yes. be on your timeline. You have it all planned, I know.
0: Yep. So <laughs> uh yeah, that's that's that. Now Steve I know you are also a collector and player, um, but maybe maybe you haven't got to buy too much for yourself, but maybe you did. I don't know. What, maybe what would you get for Christmas, and uh, what have you been playing? I know you play lots of games. I know we just chatted about Final Fantasy 15.
2: Yes, um, we did, and I'm glad I convinced you to play a little further. Um, the latest thing I got um, was Wild Guns uh, for the PS4. Oh, reloaded? Which is a reloaded? a remake of the Super Nintendo one, and it's pretty awesome.
0: Have you started playing it?
2: I have not. It's sealed. <laughs>
0: it's, are you going to open it and play it?
2: I, I am. I want to. I just haven't had the time to. And then also I uh, picked up uh, another game. I just The name is escaping me. But it's an older title that came out a while back. And um, PS4? It's a PS4 title. I've been collecting a lot of PS4 right now because um, there's a lot of good stuff out there that I want to um, put on the backlog. I'll probably get all my playing after the convention.
0: All right. Yeah, that's fair. You're probably busy. That's reasonable.
1: Maybe just a little bit. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's there's a lot of great games on PS4 out there, guys. Pay attention. Uh I think Shadow of the Beast was another one I got for Christmas. Nice. Um that's a that's one that was a a digital release, but it was there's a hard copy that hard cover that was released in China. Okay. But it also has English in the and that in that, in that uh, one, so I got that as well. Is that a remake
0: um, of the original Shadow of the Beast? No, I
2: don't think so. I think it's just a um, a continuation of of the series. Oh, it
0: is part of the series though.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It looks like it.
0: so okay.
2: I haven't played it, so I can't really tell you exactly. But I also got, um, Shantae, um, the collector's edition, the, the new one that came out.
0: It's in an excellent box. Which system did you get it for? PS4. Okay. <laughs> not Wii U? Yeah.
2: No, not Wii U. That's um, weak. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but, uh, I just think it matches my other ones that I got from, a uh, Limited Run. So yeah, yeah. I figure. We just stick to
0: that. Yeah, I actually considered buying the PS4 copy as well to go with my limited run ones. But I was like, yeah, uh.
2: Yeah, it's a tough one when a Wii U has a big box. I really want it to. So I might just end up having both. But um, I'm trying to stay away from that because I want to play my games. So we'll
0: Oh, see. you're one of these guys. Play games. <laughs> anyway.
1: Well then,
0: Yeah. Um, all right. I, I also got Shantae, but I got it for the Wii U. As uh, I just stated why, because I'm completing this stupid collection. And um, what have I played? I have not taken that out and played it yet. My Wild Guns is on the way, so I'm, I'm waiting oh, for nice. that. Um, I really want to play that. That's when I'm going to open up and play. Yeah. For sure. I played a little more Final Fantasy. It's not as awful as uh, the first act was, because that made me want to just throw myself off a bridge. Just the <laughs> beginning of that game. Pumping gas? Pumping gas, Steve. Pretend Gill? Come on. Uh, yeah. You're
1: never gonna get over that.
0: <laughs> and honky No, like who wants to pump gas? No one. Whiny Teen Road Trip should be the name of that game. That's that's the basic beginning of the game. But you like you were telling me, the cutscenes do look amazing. So
2: Yeah, yeah. the game's great. Yeah. Um, the combat's great with the exception of the camera every now and then.
0: Yeah, um, no. It, 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 it it's a great title. It is getting better. So I'm still investing a little time into that. Um, I'm still a little you know, I'm still a little annoyed. But I think I think I'm always a little annoyed while I play Final Fantasy, so I don't think that's I don't think that's a unique experience. So yeah, anyways, putting some more time into that and that's that's pretty much all I've had time for. It's like back to work and like trying to figure out life. You're like, uh, I've been off for so many days.
1: How do I get back
0: into Yeah, how do I right? find my routine again? Like, yeah, it was, been crazy so oh the other thing i got was um vampire night big box just oh, yeah just saying uh for the ps2 mm-hmm. i, I might have got it from steve <laughs> i might have been a giant pain in the ass about the price i don't know these things happen
2: no you were smart you haggled the gun out because you already had 10 of them yeah You're, i don't need another gun steve and i was like okay
0: yeah <laughs> uh, i steve uh for people who don't know steve is patient with uh people that's why he can he can take me because I am—I'm always a pain in the ass about prices. You don't get a collection this huge and just pay always whatever people are asking. You got to fight.
2: Yeah, man, that's a lot of stuff you got there.
0: Yeah, it's too many, too <laughs> many too games. Many. All right, I think that's it, Steve. You want to throw in anything else at us? You want anything else you want to throw down? Do you want to no, tell us about um, your stores?
2: Everything's uh, laid out there. It's going to be an exciting expo. Um, both stores are doing great. Um, I welcome everybody to visit it. Um. Lost Levels, if you haven't been there yet, please stop on by. Um, I think you'll love it. It's just, uh, uh, it feels like a blast of the past when you walk in, and it's surreal to feel that it's, it's, it's you know, I own half that arcade. So, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. So, it's cool. You guys gotta check it out. Um, it's, there's a lot of, uh, we have pinball in there now. Uh, we have five pinball machines, finally, for all your pinball enthusiasts. Um,
0: Game of Thrones is in there.
2: Yeah, it is. It's actually really fun. And I- I'm learning to play more pinball, because pinball's kind of new to me i kind of it kind of got introduced to me the last last year so
0: i've yeah. never
2: had a chance to play it so
0: yeah pinball like is said, it's expensive yeah it's expensive and it's a compli it's more complicated than people think it's not just yeah. smashing the ball at the bumpers
2: no it's not i have um my friend kenny from hardy's arcade is, is teaching me the story of each arcade so it gets me really intrigued of how to follow the storyline and the, and just the talent you have to to have to play the game it's pretty awesome so I'm getting better.
0: Yeah, for people who don't know, pinball machines have a story built into them. I know that seems weird, but they do. They all have like a little story that's attached and uh, a way you play the game and how you maneuver around the board. It, pinball is challenging.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Yep. Now all you need to do is get my favorite pinball machine, which is Elvira.
2: <laughs>
0: Scared stiff. So that's my favorite pinball well, there's machine. There's
2: a new Aliens one coming out I'm trying to get. So. Uh,
0: no, no. Go get Elvira. It's a top 10 pinball machine. <laughs>
2: I know, okay. but that's also, like, up there. I think it's, like, 20 grand, isn't it?
0: No, no, it's, like, eight.
2: No. Oh, I think
0: maybe that's still eight, not expected. Maybe
2: eight, like, four years ago. No, what no,
0: else? I think it's only, like, eight right now.
2: I'll, I'll get uh, eight grand, then that's easy, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, just do it. <laughs> no. Just, well, if you just charge $35 a ticket, god.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, we'll, go there. We got Monster Bash, though.
0: Do you have Monster Bash? I didn't know you had Monster Bash. It's a great machine.
2: Mm-hmm. All so right. So we'll try to have that at the expo, too, so.
0: Nice. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Tell tell Kenny that Elvira should be there. But I'm I'm gonna be so busy at that expo, I'm not gonna have time to play pinball. Yeah, you will. Will I, I? didn't have time at any of the other expos. I was too busy hanging out. It was awesome.
2: My You're favorite part of the, One of my favorite like... highlights of the expo is watching Johnny spend all his money across the booth to buy a bunch of complete box games.
0: Yep. <laughs> I, I literally pulled out all of my money and went. All right. Well, I made all of this money to spend it here, so give me all of these games, guy. There's a guy getting so out of it. collecting. <laughs> yep. I told you I was <laughs> going hilarious.
2: to. Yeah, he did.
0: And Steve watched it happen.
1: Well, if you can, why not?
0: It's It was all video game money anyways.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: exactly.
0: Easy come, easy go. Anyways, that's our episode. Be sure to check out the SoCal Retro Gaming Expo happening in just like 25 to 27 short days depending on when you're listening to this. It's going to be great. I'm going to be there and I will be Waiting for all the people to come to the booth. There's also going to be a lot of uh, high level local collectors with me all hanging out and we welcome you to come hang out with us because that's our favorite part. Everyone who's going to be around me in the booth, it's not, it's not about uh, the buying or really the selling of games for us. It's about, you know, hanging out with other collectors and talking, talking games. So please do come by. Don't feel like you're like, Oh, I'm not going to buy anything. So I don't think I should come by. No, come by. Chat with us. It's totally cool. All right, guys. Anything, cat?
1: No, I think that's great. I, I'm, I'm sad I'll be missing it, but I know I'll get lots of pictures from you, so I'll, I'll be in check with what's going on.
0: All right. Kat, where do we find you on Instagram?
1: You can find me at Sylvania, K-A-T-S-E-L-V-A-N-I-A.
0: All right. And, Steve, where can we find you in your stores?
2: Store in Diamond Bar, Super Video Game Bros. Um, our uh, social media is Super Video Game Bros. at And then um, Lost Levels at Lost Levels in downtown Fullerton. You can find me there. Probably be there or at the store, so you could probably catch me. I'm always running around like a mogul and stuff. So
0: <laughs> okay, awesome. And where for all these exciting announcements coming out about the expo, who should they be following on social media to to see that?
2: SoCal Retro Gaming Expo. Follow on any of the social media, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter for any updates. A lot of updates will be happening soon, guys. It's going to be awesome.
0: And it's also on their website, which is of the same name, so SoCalRetroGamingExpo.com. That's correct and me. You guys know where to find me. You find me right here. I'm here every week. And on that, we'll talk to you next time. Good night.